too funky for myself. Ladies and gents, listen, welcome back to the Basement Friday podcast. As you guys can all see from what Aaron got going on is Deck the Host with Files of Jolly. Definitely. Christmas is Christmas is next week. Actually, yeah, Christmas is next week. You know, I hope y'all got y'all presents. I hope everybody finished all that Christmas shopping and all that good stuff. But of course, this is yours truly, your your favorite, your favorite podcast team back in the house. Make sure you guys follow us on all our platforms everywhere that we're available. And if, without you know, without further ado. It's, it's yours truly, Mr. Santa Claus, a.k.a. Funky Claus, Funky Daddy Jones, himself back in the house. <laughs> okay, Claus. Okay, Claus. Okay, Claus in the hell. Hey, in listen. Hey, listen. Before, and before I, I pass the mic to my man, see, listen. In my, in my sled, we don't, we don't, we don't deliver presents listening to the traditional, like, like Santa Claus, you know, we ain't, we ain't listening to that. Mm-mm. And my spirit, as we as we deliver toys to the kids, we bumping our green. We going through the love and the happiness. <laughs> Throwing down the chimney, got a match. <laughs> Throwing it down the chimney. Ah, something make it do wrong. <laughs> They're like, that's a cool ass Santa Claus. I'm like, hey, funky clothes came to town. You feel me? Absolutely. It's your boy Aaron Fornicetti back again with another episode of the Basement Friday podcast. Make sure you, yes, you out there listening or watching on YouTube, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services. And also, if you want to watch us because it's your two favorite guys, like, do you have anything else better to do? I don't think so. But in case you do that, Go take care of that. Come right on back and watch us on YouTube where you can watch us talk about your favorite topics. And without further ado. In the words of Aaron, you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. You. You. We got to bring that back for the people. We definitely got to bring that back. Uh, Let's get into our five minutes. What you got? First of all, five minutes. Listen, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. My only person that's realizing that December is kind of like flying by. Am I the only one that realized that? Because it's literally like we literally just came off of Thanksgiving and it's already Christmas time. Like, like Christmas literally just cute. Like December just cute. It's like, I don't know if y'all trying to get, I don't know if y'all trying to move us to 2022. I don't know if y'all trying to move us just out the year in general. I don't know what the plan is. But please let me know because the year the, the year is closing out quick. And you know, that's all I've been noticing. I've just been noticing that maybe because I work a lot, maybe because I work a lot of hours. So literally it's just work, it's just work, sleep, work. By the time I get home, I'm back at it again. Maybe I'm working, maybe I'm zooming through the weeks. I don't know. But it just seemed like it seemed like December kind of just fly by. And for it to be daylight savings, normally, you know, normally. The time go back and make the day longer. My days be just, my days be cooking. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just saying December feel like it's kind of like moving a little quick, though. I'm just saying, though. Yeah, I said the same thing, too. You know, 
it was December 1st not too long ago. Right. And we were like, man, as soon as it hits December, we were like, man, we got a whole month. You blink, you go to sleep, you wake up, it's the 16th. Half the month is gone. You're like, yo. <laughs> it's like it's like you were blinking, it's time to pay rent again. <laughs> right. Right. You know, damn, I gotta pay rent again, nigga. Damn. Right. I just paid rent. God damn. I didn't get to enjoy my check. Golly. I gotta pay rent again. <sighs> you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because people were uh somebody on social media was bringing up the fact that Joe Biden uh back in 2020 uh not joe biden but back in 2020 when they had the stimulus situation going on because everything that was happening and you know they was getting out the stimulus not only that they was giving out forgiveness like packages so people were going like months without paying rent paying utilities they were just collecting checks and they was like yeah we need to bring that back <laughs> I mean, fortunately, unfortunately, I want to say unfortunately, but fortunately, I was working at the time. But, you know, people out there, you know, if you got to experience that, what a time, what a time, because y'all was just sitting at home collecting them checks, man. Shout out to y'all. It's so crazy how, like, I never like when people when people I guess got furloughed because of COVID and stuff like that. I've been working throughout the whole pandemic. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, man. I'm still at it. I'm still going strong. Whether we still in the pandemic or at this point we just in a, I don't know what the hell state state of the world is. I'm still going. My my day don't stop. The world don't stop. People don't stop. Things keep going. You know, for all the people that that collected unemployment, that racked up on unemployment or didn't have to pay rent or didn't have to pay utilities and didn't have to pay your car notes and stuff like that. I tell you like this. Y'all was living a dream. <laughs> Y'all was living it up because I still had to work, you know, and I ain't gonna lie to you, my apartment was not rocking with that, um, oh, COVID, that don't worry about. They was like, you can't pay your rent. <laughs> you got to go. <laughs> So it's like, I still had to hustle regardless. And I ain't going to lie to you, man, COVID or not. I don't care if it's COVID, the Marion Kong, whatever the hell it is. I don't give a damn what this is. I don't care where the world is going. At this point, my my grind never stops. It, it never stops. So when people still be like, oh, we need to shut the world down. Like, people, let me go explain something to you. For all the people that keep... Oh, we need to shut down again. We need to have another shutdown. We need to have another stimulus. And I tell people like this, when it came to them stimulus checks, because I don't know, we might book, they, I think we rumored to get another one or something. I don't know. But the point is, when it comes to these stimulus checks, it's like, if I got one, cool. If I didn't, money's still coming in regards. Like some people just, some people legit sat back and waited till they got stimulus checks. Nope. Absolutely not. Nah, but you guys out there with your unemployment who got that, who got the stimulus check, shout out to y'all. I mean, you know, I got one, but I wasn't waiting around for one. It was just like, hey, you make under a hundred thousand? All right, here. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, thanks. Sure. But for, fortunately for you rich people, you know, you missed out. <laughs> I'm about to start making a hundred k to where they ain't even gonna give me a stimulus check. They're gonna be like, "Sir, you owe too much." 
That's right. I'm officially in a, I'm officially in a new bracket. Speaking to existence. Yay, yay. Me, I make a dollar a year. That's that's how much I make. <laughs> hey. We trying we trying to be ghetto. We trying to be ghetto wealthy around here. Look at everybody like, "Yeah, what? We trying to be ghetto wealthy." That's a new thing around here. We trying to be ghetto wealthy around here. And when I say ghetto wealthy, we are we are coming from eating canned spams. Vienna sausages, sleeping on couches and mattresses on the floor. We are becoming ghetto wealthy around here. That is a new thing, and I'm sticking to it. You want to steal? You want to steal my slingo? That's fine. That's cool. <laughs> I ain't got no beef with it. But hey, ghetto wealthy. Yes, indeed. Talk hey, to man. It. That's the plan, man. Look, here, here's the thing. You know, before we talk about our first topic, I, I wanna, I wanna follow up on that. It's the fact that you know. You make all this money, you get the house, you get the cars, you get everything you want. I'm going to still do so much stuff. I'm going to tell you like that. Like, I'm still eating mayonnaise sandwiches. I don't care, you know. That, listen, that's that's still going to be a thing. Listen, man, I could be the richest dude on the planet. I'm still going to have ramen noodles in my house. It don't <laughs> even matter. I'm still going to have ramen noodles in this junk. It don't matter. Because why? I had to eat them. I had to eat them when I was broke. I'm still gonna eat them while it's rich. Let me tell. Let me tell y'all something. Like rich people, y'all kind of be throwing me off because y'all be trying to get fresh Kobe beef and shrimp caviar and all that. Hey, listen. Just because we got money in the bank, don't mean we about to make the ship sink. Oh no, Lord, <laughs> we ain't about to do that. We are not about to do that around here. We about to go in. You feel what I'm saying? We gonna make this. We gonna make this happen. For real. Hey, look, the only the only difference between having money and not having money is the ability to buy more bread and more mayonnaise. So you get plentiful mayonnaise sandwiches or whatever you used to eat when you were broke. Go ahead and knock it out. Listen, we're going to have money and still shop at Lidl's. You better stop playing <laughs> around here. We still shop at Lidl's. They're like, you make all this money, your groceries, well, yep, $75 for groceries. Yep. We hey, live man. In, we Don't live knock in it. wealthy around here. Get so wealthy. Hey, That's- man. Don't knock it, man. Look, Audi's, right? I've been buying like almond milk for like three bucks and four bucks. Audi's got it for like a dollar fifty. For people who may not have Audi's, you know, where you are, I, I guess it's an East Coast thing. Audis, yeah. Aldi. So around here, you know, we got a place called Audis, kind of like Lidl's. You know, Audis, you know, you save a lot of money basically. Just think about that. I tell you like this: twenty twenty two, we going in there, we going in with the mindset of get so wealthy. That is going to be the word of twenty twenty two: get so wealthy. And All if right. you're not from the ghetto, you better call it something else. But for us that grew up in the ghetto, in the hoods, and your and your fellow projects, we call the ghetto wealthy. <laughs> that is the I'm sticking to it. All right. If you live in neighborhoods where your hood is spray painted on the sidewalk, you are ghetto wealthy. Right? <laughs> if you got that one convenience store where all the hood dudes just hang outside. All day long, try try to bum to get some damn wraps for a blunt or for, for some weed. You are living get your wealthy. 
I'm telling you, we are ghetto wealthy, bro. If you live in a neighborhood with a dude, with a dude drive like the uh he drive like a it's like a Chevy Impala, but he got a big monster, the damn monster truck wheels. You are living get your wealthy. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, you living get your wealthy. I'm trying to tell you. So 2022, we about to get, get your wealthy. You hear what I'm saying? There we go. Talk to him. Get your wealthy. You got get the plan. Your, get your wealthy. You feel me? You got the plan. Get a wealthy 2022. 2022, get so wealthy. We coined yeah. it. You know it. There we go. So all you people out there who want to hop aboard, Funkadella Jones is your operator. Choo-choo. <laughs> and if you hear if you hear some ratchet girls outside arguing with their baby father, you are living get so wealthy. <laughs> you are living get so wealthy. This man's uh, into it. There you go. Uh, there you go. Got a LeBron that thing. All all you need is the t-shirt to make it official. You know, get a wealthy. Uh, I can't do that. Ah, get so wealthy. I'm back. Feels like I'm back living ghetto wealthy. <laughs> now let's go ahead with the show, man. Let's go ahead and talk to him. All right, we got that going on, man. If you still live for ghetto wealthy, check this out. Our homegirl, Megan the Stallion, just recently graduated college and she got her degree, which everybody wanted to celebrate. You know, even if you're not a fan of Megan the Stallion, for me, I personally am not a hottie, you know. But shout out to all of those who are hotties out there, both boys and girls alike. So she recently graduated college and we actually have a clip of that and I'm going to show you guys right now. So all you people watching on YouTube, here's your treat. Try something new. Let's go ahead and check it out. Megan Pete. Megan Pete. Megan Pete. There you go. Graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Health Administration from Texas Southern University. HBCU. <laughs> there we go. Yo. All right, there we go. Our girl Megan graduating college. Hey, that's dope, man. Like, like I said, I may I may don't follow Megan the style. I may don't listen to her music like crazy, but I love to see blacks you know, graduate college. I love to see Blacks, especially go with HBCUs, you know what I mean? Put them on the map. I love to see it. I love that she got a backup plan, you know? I mean, her career is, it's not like her career has gone stale or anything, but because she, she already doing a music thing. Now she, she got her thing going on at Popeye's. I think she's, she got a cash app commercial where it's like investing in Bitcoin or something like that. So she's doing her thing right now, but it's always good to have a backup plan because like I said, this, this like rapping, rapping can come to an end at any moment. You know what I mean? Like her career, like it can, it can legit, like she can be on top, you know what I mean? Cause you already know, like it was, it was Nikki, it was Cardi, you know, she, now you got Megan, she's up there. Then somebody else can surpass her. So you gotta always have a backup plan 
just in case. But I'm actually happy for she got her degree. You know, she do big things like that. Whether she keep doing music or whether she start transitioning into something different. Still happy for her nonetheless, though, man. She's still out here. She in college teaching them girls that body, yada, 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 yada. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's the fact that, you know, I just looked up and she's 26 years old. You know, she just inked the deal with Netflix also. So she's pulling all these moves. And the fact that she's so young, she has so many years ahead of her. But she, I remember when she first came out and somebody asked her, they're like, oh, you want to do this, do that? They was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, but I still want to focus on school. You know, she would go on tour and then she will come into our tour bus afterwards and go right to school. You know, she took night classes and she would do it in between music videos and things like that. But I always admire that, you know, it shows determination because we got another artist you named Nicki Minaj who stressed the importance of school out here paying for people's tuition. Lil Uzi Vert, um, he paid for one guy's tuition and that guy ended up graduating, you know, so he actually kept his word. So I do actually respect that. So as far as, you know, Megan's that concerned, we have a lot of other entertainers and rappers who leave high school, drop out, drop out of college to chase their dreams. What What's your opinion on that? You know, do they just need to have a backup plan, just like Megan, just like a lot of other people? I mean, when you, when you want to do rap, and this is for like my up and coming rappers, or I guess you could say my up and coming like rappers, singers, just entertainers in general, like actors and actresses, you might want to have a backup plan because you know, these things may not go as planned because let's be real. As How many rappers have you seen have a hit song for the summer and then they just disappear? How many rappers you seen that remember like Trinidad James? That one song and then that was it. You had like a designer, like Panda. Panda was this man's best song. I don't care about that Timmy Turner nonsense. That song was terrible anyway, but you look at songs like Panda. Panda was the song for the summer. My man disappeared. Like, he, he flailed out. So it was like, you always want to have a backup plan just in case your career doesn't take off the way it's supposed to. Because if you if you just like, if you just like, ah, well, because, and, and this, this is what I always say too, because when it comes to like rappers and singers, that's why I said you can you can give us a single, but what is like what like what's really gonna be the make or break is when you put out that album. Anybody can have a hit song. I keep telling I, I used to say this so many times. Anybody can have a hit song. What is your album, your LP gonna look like? Because if you have a, a hot song for the summer. And then you do a, you put out an album and that don't flop, you're done. It's just that simple. You're done. So that's why I say you always want to have a backup plan. Cause like I said, anybody can have a hot song. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. The Migos, mind you, I don't really listen to the Migos music that much, but the Migos can have like a hot song, a hot song for the summer. And then like, yeah, their albums go triple platinum and stuff because they got so many fans, but it's like, is the album as great as that single? 
You know, it's like you you really gotta look at these things. It's like, can, is your album gonna be better than the single? Your single is supposed to lead the people buying your album. That's the old school method of what a lead single is supposed to be. Where it's like, okay, like this is gonna bait people in into buying the album. But if you got all you guys your single and your whole album is trash, you're done. You're like it's it's just a flop after that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because, you know, very rarely are people like a Nas, you know, very rarely are people able to leave high school at a young age and become very successful and be able to maintain that success. And that's something that people see if they could do it, I could do it. Yeah. And to break a lot of people's, you know, sow the dreams or to burst their bubbles but a lot of people out here you know who are trying to be rappers aren't that talented you know I, i'll just put it to you that way and there are a lot of people who try to be entertainers who just don't have it you know and there are people out there who there are people out there who have it but it comes a dime a dozen you know there are people out there who play sports who are just one of those once in a lifetime athletes who are going to make it. And one thing that's really impressive is once you made enough money, you know, you should be able to say, okay, I could go to school and finish this just in case everything falls apart. Because you look at the NFL, you look at NBA, you know, a lot of these athletes are one injury away from retirement, so to speak. All it, all it takes is one bad shake and you're out of there. So what are you going to do after the after the lights? You know, there are some who went back and had a normal job. There are people who after the spotlight, you know, even even artists, you know, who after, you know, they had them hits and the spotlight started dwindling. They got normal jobs and they have no shame about it. So I think that's something that we could really look forward to. Just, just having people, you know, having a backup plan. Kevin Garnett, Kwame Brown, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Dwight Howard, Moses Malone. It's a few people. Tracy McGrady. It's a few people that half these people I just named are bona fide Hall of Famers besides Kwame Brown. Sorry, Kwame. <laughs> Sorry, Kwame, but all these people I just named are Hall of Famers. And all of them came out of high school. Just imagine all it took for, and again, this can be their rookie season. They blow out their knee. They mess their ankle up. You fresh out of high school. I mean, nowadays, because again, like back then it was different. Back then, it was a little bit different. Like, they're coming out of high school and going straight to the pros. It's like, ah. nowadays, like, the NBA is constructed a little bit different with the G League. So, if you get an injury and you like, ah, you just go to the G League and stuff like that. So, it's a little constructed, a little bit different. But, exactly, you look at, you look at, um, you look at that. Like, the average career for the NFL, most of the time, they said it's four years. So, it's like, that's pretty much your rookie contract for the most part so it's like if you a rookie and you come in and you don't do that well then you get cut 
and that's the end of your career right there. So it's like you always want to have a backup plan, you know. And when you see these rookies come in and they spend a whole bunch of crazy money, that's one thing you don't do. You know, like these rookies be coming in. I bought a two thousand. I thought two a, a twenty thousand dollar chain and stuff. You be like, no, no, like save your money. Like until you get that big bag contract, then you can start making purchases like that. But when your rookie deal, the most you better buy is a house. That's the most a house and a car. That's the most you better buy. Other than that, you over there, if you spending money reckless, you you crazy. You know, and it's like not a lot of like not a lot of play, not a lot of people can transition from getting out the lead into doing something else. Not a lot of people can transition to that. And prime example is like DMV's own my girl Chloe Jackson, right? Played in the WNBA. She played a couple of seasons. I forgot how she explained it. She was like, she got cut. Now she basically uh, an Instagram influencer or Instagram model. It's going well for her. Boom. Like, not too many people can transition to things like that. Not too many. It, it ain't going to work well for everybody. But, you know, some people are success stories. Some people are, it's like I said, you want it done. Like, you got, again, you got the, you got big, you got big, you got Jay-Z. Like, these are drug dealers turned rappers you know not everybody can go from selling drugs to being a rapper and then make it to the top not everybody can not everybody can transition like that so it's just it's just all about it's always have a backup plan and again like these content creators like you see how these content creators they keep they they go with the flow like they came on vine vine got shut down they moved to instagram Instagram, like Instagram is moving, but now you see TikTok come out. Now you see YouTube come out. So they trying to, they, they keep themselves on so many platforms because if they stay on just one platform and that platform go down, that's the end. That's kind of the end of their career right there as well. So that's what I say. Always, always have a backup plan in effect because you just never know. You just never know. Yeah. And there you go. You know, I would say, what, I, what I'll basically say about that is, you know, just transition. That's one thing we talked about before, how I don't really understand how you can have 15 minutes of fame and then end up broke and go back to a normal job. You know, who is around you that can't help you transition? You got musicians, you know, who transition to acting. You got actors, actors who dabble in business. One thing I noticed that was a trend lately was you have celebrities get into investing, you know, they have the right people around. Them. So what I'll basically say with that is just make sure if you do, you know, make it, if you do get some notoriety and you get these check marks, whether they're blue, the white check marks, make sure you have the right people around you because the right people around you will be able to keep you on a level where you keep earning and keep being successful. But if you have the wrong people around you, they gonna help you spend that money and end up somewhere you don't want to be. Right. 100%. That's the thing about that, man. But what we're going to do is talk about some good news. Talk about business that's going well. We're going to talk about business that's going extremely well. So we're going to talk about our homegirl, DMV's own. Arsha Jones had just 
signed a deal with KFC. For people who don't know who she is, she's the girl, the woman, I should say, the founder of Capital City Mumbo Sauce. Look at that right there. KFC has now acquired Mumbo Sauce. But too bad that the chicken chain does not operate in DC. So you guys see right here, you guys heard the news, probably watch it all over the DMV, our girl supplying KFC with that mumble sauce. So my question right there is, you know, how do you think the expansion of mumble sauce is going to take over the whole United States? Well, first of all, I'm happy for her. Second of all, it's not going to make me buy KFC. <laughs> but the, as far as the expansion is like, Damn, you couldn't get Popeyes? Nah, I'm just, I'm just, playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. But that's like, you got to get it anywhere you can start. You know, if, if KFC was the first one to reach, you going to, you know, you that'd be the first one you take. But I just feel like, I feel like with her doing that, that's going to introduce, that's going to introduce a lot of people to our culture. Because a lot of places do have mumbo sauce or they do have some type of version of mumbo sauce. But, now they get to understand, like, okay, well, okay, the, the DC they they eat a lot of they eat a lot of things with mumbo sauce on it. So now it's like, you 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 pushing your brand into a major corporation like KFC, like a major food chain like KFC. So now it's like you're introducing everybody to mumbo sauce, capital city, you know, DC. That's now you're introducing them to us. You know what I mean? That's like saying you putting go-go music on somewhere and then now people thinking like, oh, like, oh, this got like a nice this got a nice vibe to it. So this is what this is like what they listen to in DC. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna check this out. So it's like you basically opening the minds of, of people to understand, like, because again, like in the West on the West Coast, they probably don't have obey seasoning. So on the West Coast, they probably don't have mumbo sauce. Like they they probably got curry out. They probably got curry out little chicken joints, but they don't have mumbo sauce. But now it's like you go to a KFC and if you got a rapper or somebody that's like, yeah, let me try like now it's like, yo, let me try some of that that, that capital city mumbo. It's like you can only try it. If you if you if you knew and you never and you never heard of it, now it's like all you can do is try. It. Like you can be somewhere in Phoenix, Arizona, you can be in Colorado and you just be like, yeah, let me try that. All I can say is I'm happy for, like I said, the the takeover only begins. Like you start with KFC, next is probably gonna be Popeyes, next is gonna probably be uh somebody else. You might get local spots like Roman Rooster that's in DC, black owned. You know, it it, it might start from there. You know, you might get an endorsed, you might get a, a commercial out of Fungadelic, because I keep both bottles in my house at all times. The sweet, hot, and the mild. So I'm just saying, though, you 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 doing your thing, though, sister. So I like that. I, I definitely, I'm happy for you, though. Most definitely, you know. And that's the one thing, you know, for me, you know, being born and raised in D.C., you know, the local carryout had mumbo sauce. And, you know, I remember, you know, Ma used to get the wings and she used to get the fries, mumbo sauce and everything. And when she got it, she would put it on the side. She would get the container on the side because she didn't, because, you know, kids are finicky, you know. They would say they wanted on everything. They'd be like, uh, it's all over. But she won't do that. 
And then going to school, you know, you always had that one kid who somehow was able to get food through the teachers and was able to eat. So he would ha- he would have momo sauce and everything, you know, hang out with your friends in the carryout. That's that's really where it's at. So, you know, you go different places and they really got the mumble sauce that tastes like mumble sauce. I think when it comes to DMV, you know, we know what it tastes like. We can go all over and be like, yeah, I don't know what you think this is, but it ain't mumble sauce. But as far as that much success, you know, you're welcome, you know, on behalf of Arthur Jones, who gets to, you know, help expand mumble sauce to the rest of the nation. You know, you're welcome. We influence the nation on a lot of things. And this is just one more for you guys on your plate. So much success to her. I know one, I know one thing, you know, man. Listen, mumble sauce, fries, salt, salt and pepper on the fries. Listen. Yeah. But I tell y'all like this. I'm gonna tell y'all like a, a little secret about mumbo sauce and how we do things down over here on this side. The best mumbo sauce, you gotta go to the most gutter hood ass carryout to get the best mumbo sauce. Do yeah. not go, not go to them white pe- them them carryout joints in the white people neighborhood. Don't go to it where it's uptown and uptown downtown business in, in Chinatown. Don't go to them places. You need to go to the most gutter hood possible to get the best mumbo sauce. Like whatever your most gutter your gutter Chinese chicken joint, that's where you're gonna get the best mumbo sauce. If you go to them Jones, so like if you go to them Jones where it's like a lot of white folks or it's a lot of like white businesses, I guarantee you, first of all, that mumbo sauce is gonna be trash. Second, ketchup. <laughs> second of all, if your mumbo sauce is super watery. That's that Jonas trash. And third and not and, and finally, because I got I always gotta get this breakdown to somebody because they always be like, how y'all know the mumbo sauce is good? If your mumbo sauce ain't from the hood, if it's watery, and if your mumbo sauce is orange as hell, that is not good mumbo sauce. I don't care what nobody say. Because we all like, I don't know, Ern, you might experience. I know I experienced going to carry out and you get mumbo sauce and that joke orange as hell. Yep, that, I, I have. That mumbo sauce is trash. Get rid of it. We don't want it. Return the sender. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like spotting fake Yeezys. You know, if you grew up on the stuff, you know exactly what it looked like, what it tastes like, the consistency. And I'm going to tell you like this. If Buddha ain't in the window, if you're not Korean or Chinese, you're in the wrong place. You know, if the person behind the glass ain't me mugging you while they serve you food, you're in the wrong place. And my girl Mayling ain't your fried rice, your fried rice. You in the wrong place. You in the wrong. I, listen, I know a lot of people probably like that's messed up, but hey, oh, it's like facts. When, you to, when you go to your hood, that's what they be like. Sure, you want to be your fried rice? That's how they talk. That's how they talk, yo. So I'm like, that's how they talk. I'm trying to tell you, man. But all I'm saying is, when it comes to mumbo, if you grew up around it, you know what good mumbo sauce is. Hey, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna I'm leave you like this, man. If you find a spot and you go there a lot, and you you got that one person who keeps seeing you, one of these days you are gonna find an extra wing or an extra back of, batch of fries with your order. That's how they do. You know, you keep patronizing, putting money in their pocket. You gonna know? You they gonna, gonna see? You. They gonna hook you up some extra duck sauce or something? Yep. 
Hey know. man. Hey, look, man. You you could tell a girl got the crush on you, or the 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 employee's daughter got a crush on you. She give you two two packs of mama sauce. <laughs> Most of the time they be stingy. They try to give you one cup. Yep. She give you two cups. Hey, you might as well get the number. You two, it's right, but both sides they try to give you one. They try to right. be like, you be like, come on, little Maylene. You can't give you can't give me enough. Hey, look, you might as well ask for a hand in marriage at that point. You getting two cups. Hey, look. <laughs> she likes you, she wants you. <laughs> but but, um, but <laughs> for now, though, you know, everybody out there, much success to Arsha Jones, you know. Setting one up, one point for the DMV. If you ain't have, if you ain't have Capital Mumble Sauce, if you don't have a local joint that you can go to, make sure you come to DC, come to DMV, come to DC, come to Virginia, check us out if you're visiting, or you don't have to visit. You know, you can go to KFC now and pick some Capital Mumble Sauce up for all you guys to enjoy. All I'm saying is it's already in your local Walmart, so she already doing her thing with that because that's where I yeah. was getting. At the end of the day, all I'm saying is come to the DMV. Listen, listen. <laughs> I give a sugar night on. Hold on. Any any of y'all want to try a good mumbo? Don't got to worry about being all watery. <laughs> come to the DMV. <laughs> DMV. Come to the DMV where our bumbo sauce is what? Ghetto wealthy. <laughs> Get a big old bag of ghetto wealthy. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, look, if it ain't getting all over your hands, man, if it ain't sticky, man, it ain't in your plans. I'm going to tell you like that. So without further ado, before we get up out here, you got anything else you want to talk to the people? Nope. We about to ride, we about to ride out in 2021. Ghetto wealthy. <laughs> Ghetto wealthy with mumbo sauce all over our hands and mumbo some, sauce and all. Ghetto wealthy, you somehow too. on our shirts. It always gets on your shirt. Just That's right. I got on white. We <laughs> <laughs> got a little mumbo sauce tonight. It's, <laughs> it's all right. It's, it's all good in the hood over here. You feel me, man? There you go, man. Hey, without further ado, it's your boy Aaron Fonaceti. And so, funky clothes, funky Daily Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. Hey, let me get a two-piece. <laughs>